This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a lovely Monday here in lovely. Pittsburgh, and we yeah. get a little bit of a... Uh, Feels like what? spring a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, right. It's supposed to be like this all week. Oh, nice, nice. I broke out the shorts today. I always have the shorts you on. You always yeah. have the shorts on. <laughs> right, right. I, I do on not. The golf course soon. Yeah, I'll be on the... I was thinking about that this one. I bet. Days. I need to get out on the golf course Probably a little sloppy, but who cares? Yeah, it's not my golf course. <laughs> right. <I mean. laughs> uh, but speaking of somebody who will have an opportunity to play golf year-round... In his new digs, uh, one of the Watt brothers, J.J. Watt, yes. signs with the Arizona Cardinals. Nobody saw that one coming. No, didn't hear any of those rumors. But, boy, it makes a lot of sense the more I think about it. And it's more money than anybody else. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money. For, you know, put it this way. Him. If Cleveland had signed J.J. Watt to a two-year, $31 million deal mm-hmm. with $23 million guaranteed, I would have laughed at them. Right. I think that's a good thing for the rest of the division. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's great for JJ. I mean, it's a well good for him. Yeah, like most people at the end of their uh, time here, they can go retire like they do in Florida and Arizona. We were talking off the air. You mentioned you know he can kind of sell tickets, and Larry probably won't be back. He can be the new face of the team, yeah. face of the team, super high character, Hall of Famer, and they could use an edge guy opposite Chandler Jones or bump him inside, and you know he's useful. It's just it makes up a better team, but it's an awful lot of money it's to pay for. A guy who is, you know, past his prime. Yes, yes. And are they going to ask him to play every snap, or are they going to be able to rotate him around and best use him that way? Who knows? Um, but the Steelers couldn't have been anywhere close to that. No, no. Twenty-three million guaranteed for a quarter of that. He yeah, been in the, in the for a guy who's run. who's missed in the last five seasons has essentially missed two seasons. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, extensive injury history, yeah. up in age, right. I mean, I think he's a nice addition. Love to the team, player. But, right, when when but, he's healthy, he's great. Uh, but that's a that's a pretty big gamble. Yeah. I guess if you're the Arizona Cardinals, again, you're trying to sell some tickets. You can make that move. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good move for him. Uh, question about the team; they may regret it in a year from now. Or, um, but again, it, it is it, only a two year deal. It's too. a two year deal. Yeah. Adding him to that locker room helps a lot, and his healthy snaps will be good ones. But um, you know, to bring it back to the Steelers. Unless he wanted to play for nothing, there was no chance he's coming. No, there. none. Right. Um, I, I sent this article to you today, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Barnwell breaking down yeah, uh, what it. some teams have to do to get under the cap. And listen, he listened to Steelers. Teams, it, it, the, the title of the article was uh, somewhat misleading when it comes to the Steelers because he, he, he listed these teams as teams who are in salary cap trouble yeah, right now. Yeah. I don't think... I, think it's, it's I don't see the Steelers well. have, being in salary kept trouble right now. I think this no. is a, a mis- misnomer. This is again bre- myth busting right now. Some of it is just you go to overthecap.com and you see that they're right. boy they're really in the black or red or whatever the bad one is, and, and oh no, they're in huge trouble. I'll say this: well, he at least got this right. Their projected cap space right now, as we sit here, is seven million dollars over the cap. 
as we sit here today. Which is is uh, that with a Ben restructure? Uh, no, that's no, with that's, oh, that, yeah, okay, right. That's that's right now as we sit here. That that's including Pouncey and McDonald. That's the Pouncey yeah. McDonald things. That's the Hayward restructure. Okay, you know they so were, as we sit today. Yeah. No, it's accurate. And that that's estimating the cap. And and I think people are starting to come around finally to something that we've been talking about for months. Yeah. That the salary cap is not going to be the the floor that everybody no. that was put out there. It, it's it, not. Everyone says the floor is going to be one eighty, and then they go, "Well, we're going to the floor one eighty five. I bet it's over 190. Uh, I mean, I bet it might uh, it might even be 195ish. You know, we just saw the TV deal that was The TV doing, deals uh, are getting done. I right. expect those to be announced this week with mm-hmm. those in hand. Uh today is March 1st. The Steelers have essentially they've got t- a little over 2 weeks to get the cap in order. Mm-hmm. Trimming 7 million dollars off the cap is nothing. Is nothing. Ben Roethlisberger's deal alone gets that done. Yeah, right, right. And then there's plenty of things they can do, and, and Bill had some suggestions that we've brought up all along. But these are not things that need to be done right away. Not to get to that number, right? Right. You're right, at, right. All you got to do by all you have to be uh, by March 17th is under that cap. Just be compliant. Yeah, yeah just right, be right, compliant. Right, right, now, right. do they want to make some moves? Of course. And sign some guys. Yes, I expect the Zach Banner deal to be done soon. Okay. Good. Um, you know, you think that's first priority. Knock that out. Have a starting tackle. You got your starting tackle. Yeah. yeah. Important position. Um, you know, then they'll see about you know re-signing some of these other guys. And then you know, if you if you make those moves, then you have to do some other things. Yeah. Right. 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 But Which, as they often do, you want to go into the draft and even free agency with a couple birds at hand, yeah. especially the draft. You know that we got a pretty solid lineup here, and there's a couple things we're looking for, but we're not going to force ourselves to do things that aren't good business. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at it right now, uh, you're only holes, true true holes on this roster. Mm-hmm. If, if Zach Banner's re-signed... Okay, you're assuming that's going to be done. He's, he's going to be... He's, he's penciled in as your left tackle. Yes. Chooks is the right. Chooks is the right. Yep. Zach Banner's on the left. Well, then you need a center, and you need a tight end. Yeah. Those are your I two would say a running back too, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to give it. The but that's one you right. can, that's one that you can plug in the draft. You've got, mm-hmm. you know, if they had to line up with Benny Snell for a game, you could. They've done it, right, right, right. You know, and maybe McFarland takes stuff forward, right? Who knows? Yeah, we actually. But those other spots, the other spots are ones where they don't have anybody who's NFL capable. No, like of, Gentry doesn't count. The right? Same no, way that does, does. doesn't move. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Good point. Austin Hours doesn't yeah. count. They the don't count the same way as. Snell can get you out of a game. So those are the spots that you fill then in free agency, with I, I would think ideally with some well Ebron, but I mean you're talking about the block. I'm talking because they use two. Yeah, and he's not really a tight end. No, he, well, <laughs> and I wrote that today, and people went. Uh, I hear are the things that they need to do. They could extend these four guys, and I had Nelson, Ebron, Hayden, Hayden, and DeCastro. Okay, and people just got uh, just went nuts. Whoa, would they extend? They should cut Ebron, not extend him. He doesn't block anybody. He drops too many passes, blah, 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 blah. He's so easy to dislike. Every fan base he's gone to, people don't like him because they don't understand him. They don't understand what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a weapon. He's, he's a weapon. Just because he has a TE next to his name. It's the same if you're looking at uh, the, the Florida kid, Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I was about to bring yeah. him up. If you're looking at Pitts, don't look at him as a tight end. No. Don't look at him as a wide receiver. No, right. He's almost like, who's a good example of... James White. I mean, right. just a, they're hybrid players. He's an RB, but he runs the ball three times a game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's not Jerome Bettis. Yeah. So Ebron's Ebron has TE next to his name, and yes, he can get. In, he's a big body, so he can get in the way of people. But mm-hmm. he, you're not. You don't ask him to block Chase Young. <laughs> we saw how that goes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, he's a weapon. He's closer to Juju than he is right. Heath, you know, or Bruner or one of those type of guys. And you need your Heath or your Bruner or your that type of dude too. I mean that. Right. I think that's what you're saying. The hole is right now. Yeah, that, that's McDonald's what you you need. That right. you need the blocking combo time kind of tight end traditional. Yeah, yeah, in line Y. Not and if you split him out, you know, a, a big thing in the league right now. I didn't plan going on this road. Is you'll see a lot of. Kelsey to the left on the short side of the field and three wide to the right. I mean, it's an awesome indicator. Like, yeah. if there's a corner over Kelsey, you're probably getting zone. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's a lot of pre-snap indicators. And Ebron's like that. You know, you're not going to see the McDonald's of the world be that one in a three-by-one set because they'll just trot out a linebacker out there and put all their good cover guys on the yeah, other Yeah, he three. doesn't threaten anybody. You know, right. So that's the beauty of a guy like Ebron. And that's really the beauty of a guy like Pitts is – if used properly, those type of players can make your identification of coverages ver- happen very quickly in the down. It's very much like the pre-snap motion. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Because they're, great indicators. They're, they're showing you what they're going to do based on where they're lining up against you. Yes. And not to mention, even before you even you know, get out of the huddle, if you have McDonald, Ebron, two receivers and a, and a running back out there, and they're going to put a base 3-4 or 4-3, really you have three wide. Right. You know, they should treat that like nickel, but not every team will. You know, I mean, that's why well, people that, in conflict. I was asked that today in my uh, on my live questions. I just answered the question about it. Uh, somebody said, well, how do, you, how do you see, if Juju leaves, mm-hmm. how do you see the Steelers filling the slot position? Okay. He said, "You just move uh, Deontay Johnson to the slot. Not all the time. I'd say some. I would use Claypool in the slot. Yeah, I would use I would use Ebron in the slot. I don't think Washington fits it, but yeah, right, right. But I would use those two guys in the slot because Deontay Johnson can play outside. He can get off press coverage. Sure. Part of the reason why Juju, yeah, part right. of the reason why Juju was always in the slot because Juju struggled getting off press coverage. It's the biggest reason. Absolutely yeah. right. But if you then if you're in the huddle." And it, let's say somebody's uh, they get uh, somebody following Chase Claypool or they're following Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. whatever whoever you know those team the team well, deems the games go into yeah. the game plan of the op- opposition. And all of a sudden that guy bumps inside. Mm-hmm. Now what do you do? Well, you're not following him inside usually. Usually not. Yeah. Very few so now he's getting a he, now he's getting a much better matchup in the slot. You can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. You can you can dictate the matchup that you want. Yeah. By using those guys in the slot. This doesn't really apply to Ebron because he's not going to get. Thinking the the Browns. What if the Browns look at Claypool and think he's the most dangerous guy? We're going to put Ward on him this game and travel. He's just going to follow. And yeah. he does travel to the slot. Well, then Claypool's going to put Ward on his butt in the run game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. like, he's such a big body. I mean, some of these big body slots. The slots are. You see more and more of that. Like yeah, just because a guy's five ten and one hundred and ninety pounds doesn't automatically mean he's a slot. Right, you better have lateral quickness. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of the Edelmans and Welkers and those guys is they have the the juice off the line. And then we started to see the Colstons of the world. They yeah. were really isn't any different than Ebron. Right. I mean, he can't run. <laughs> you know, I mean, Ebron might be faster. Ebron might be faster. Claypool's way faster. Yeah. And then you see the lot of the the hybrids, the Michael Thomases and Juju's like that too, where he can block a little and he's strong and he can muscle a linebacker, but he's highly talented. And then just lately, you're even seeing. A.J. Green. Julio Jones Ryan. in the yeah, slot. I mean, yeah, I mean, even lean guys. Tyreek lines up in the Team, slot Teams have lot. figured out that they can put their best receiver in the slot mm-hmm. and, and, again, get him the matchups. And that could be Deontay a yeah. lot, but it doesn't have to be only. Because if you're trying to bracket a guy in the slot, you're trying to bracket with a linebacker. Mm-hmm. 
And that's just not going to work. And that brings us back to why yeah. you trade up for Bush conversation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It all goes round and round, you know. So I think Ebron has a lot of value. I hadn't thought about him as an extension until last week. We happened to just randomly bring it up on the air. But you can save a little bit by doing it. But treat him like a different position. Yeah. You know, he should have his own room. He shouldn't walk in the wide receiver room or the tight end room. But there's only so many coaches in the world. We're not just going to have an Ebron coach. You know, yeah, so you right. Know, he walks in the tight end room every day, you know. And you and – don't ask him to, to to do things that he can't do, like block Chase Young. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's not on him. That's on the co- that's on the coaching staff for asking him to do that. Exactly. <laughs> right. That, that's a you got to know your player. You wouldn't ask. You you would not have asked, for example, James Washington. Hey, James, you're going to come across the formation uh-huh. here. You're going to block Chase Young or Antonio Brown. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. That's, just, that's not what they do well. Um, I'm really interested about that spot, though. No, I mean, the same, by the same token, he can at least get in the way. We're not excusing <laughs> that. We have not been real kind to him for that particular play. No. I mean, at least an effort would have been nice. Yeah. Get run over. Um, I, I am interested, though, of who will line up with TE snaps this year. Like, I'm hoping we see a first or second day draft pick do it as a tackle. I'm hoping that tight end that you mentioned, which maybe comes in free agency or it's a Hunter Long type guy, does it pretty consistently. And I hope Ebron does it too, you know, as he does. Yeah. He does. He will line up in tight end slots. But who lines up closest to the tackle? It would be interesting if they have a little variety there. Right. Of right. talented players. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, you know, if you extend some of those guys, again, you're saving cap space and you're, you're – Again, you have 17 guys under contract for next year. Mm-hmm. You're not going. You're, gonna, you're not going to go. You're not going to finish this season and go. Okay, we got 17 guys under contract for next year. Plus your draft picks. Plus your draft picks coming in. Um. So you got 25 guys under contract mm-hmm. this year. Uh, that's what we're going to go into the off season with. That's not going to happen. It's half a roster, right? I mean, that's yeah. not going to get it done. They're going to extend some of these guys. Yeah. Is two a possibility as well? He signed another t- uh, for a year after this one after mm-hmm. 2022. So you don't have to do anything with him now. But you could and lower that you cap could, hit. You could. Yeah. You think the other ones are more pressing or higher on the priority list to make some money? Yeah. I, because I think you can restructure to it and, mm-hmm. and still save money with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could just simply re- you know, extend his deal and, and do deal. the same thing. True. Um, um, we haven't talked much about the Castro. Does that save a fair amount this year? Yeah, because his cap hits like $14 million. That saves a you, know, you, can, right. you can lower that pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still think that, that he's got some years left. Didn't have his best season, but I'm not real worried about him. No, I'm not. He's no. a pro, and, he's, and yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been playing at a high level for a long time. And plus, guards different. I mean, I'm sure like okay, so die. if he's well, we don't want to ask Dave to to pull as much as he used to. Okay, but most of the guards in the league don't. Yeah, right. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> that might not even be part of the Canada scheme. I mean, right, they might be you know dialing back on that a little bit anyway. And I'm not sure that's Dotson's. You know, forte either. Right. Like he's a you may, the ball they may change year. what they ask their offensive linemen to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's that's the weekend. case, yeah. It's a good year to do that, you know, yeah. because there's a lot of change. It might be a different profile of the style of lineman they're looking for. I agree. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I look at that and, you know, the, the only thing that Barmwell says here that we have is, like he's saying, well, if you, if you want to uh, extend, uh, bring back Hilton or you want to bring back Sutton, Sutton you got to cut. You got to extend one of those guys and cut one of the, uh, cut uh, Nelson or Hayden. No, you don't. Yeah, we've talked about that. A you lot. don't have to you do don't that. Have to. I mean, you can just move other money around. You yeah. got a lot invested. In corners, all you, but... You're certainly not going to do. You're certainly not going to extend extend Nelson, cut Hayden to bring back Hilton. Right. 
Right, All you've right, done right, now right. is created a hole on the outside. Yeah, right. I mean, Sutton makes a little more sense, but uh, I, my hunch is you extend both the outside guys and you try to sign Sutton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... And, and you've got a fair amount tied into corners. So be it. That's not a bad position to invest in. Yeah. He also brings up the what we've talked about here on this show as well as extending uh, T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually came up with a, a contact contract breakdown. Oh, okay. Um, it, it, he says sign him to a uh, it's a uh, five year hundred and fifty million dollar. I think it's a five year hundred and fifty. Okay. Yeah, five years, 150. Sounds crazy, but it depends how it's structured, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's talking about giving him a $45 million signing bonus, uh, a $7 million roster bonus in 2022. Mm. That, that breaks your signing bonus over four years or over the, the over course the of the contract. Straight, yeah. yeah. Um, gets a huge range in 2022. Uh, that doesn't lower his. Doesn't help out much over this that year. That doesn't help right? out yeah. at all this year. Okay. Which yeah. I think if you're going to do that, I think you. You just add one more. I mean, you, you lock up a great player. You send a great message to the locker room, obviously. Yeah. Those things all matter. And it gets you one more number under contract a year from now that you don't have to worry about. You don't about. have to worry about going into next year mm-hmm. and using the franchise tag on, yeah. on TJ1. You have more flexibility. You have, that, you have that availability then to use that on somebody else. Mm-hmm. You've already played those cards, that, or you already have those cards still in your hand that you can work. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, but that's not... That doesn't help you sign Sutton or... No. You know, go get a but I think there's, there's creative ways that you can make that deal work and, and sa- again a save a million dollars mm-hmm. if you save a million dollars it's a million an extra million dollars right but little things like that like the, the boswell deal and maybe the um Derek watt deals yeah where you pick up a million here and there okay you know i mean that's yeah. it, gonna be useful um when i look at some of these other teams that he's talking about you know the falcons right now are 16 million over the cap uh the chiefs 18.6 million over okay. the cap um, that's with, uh, I mean, they've, they've got a couple of guys. There. Watkins is a free agent. Uh, Brashad Breland is a free agent. Yeah. That's a big one for them. Kalechi Assembly, a free agent. They also. Yeah. Their center is too, I kind of like. Both tackles had surgery. Yes. You don't know if they're going to be ready. You know, well, I guarantee you that Eric Fisher with that torn Achilles. No, he won't be. That he's not going to be ready. Right. Mitchell Schwartz had back surgery. Back surgery, and he's up in age. That's troublesome for them. The good news is you get Tardif back from the opt-out, and he'll be a starting guard for you. Yeah. But, I mean— it, I mean, it, you saw what the rest of that line looked like in the Super Bowl. Was, oh, right, you know, right. I mean, was, including Wisniewski, folks. I mean, yeah. he didn't exactly show well. And they're, they're, maybe the best guy from that group was their center, who's a free agent. I mean, what they actually played with the last time we saw him, that's a little troublesome. Um, I've seen, I don't know if he gets there that far, but I could see like a Mayfield in the first round from Michigan, put him at guard or put him at tackle and then move him back They to just guard need somebody or, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, just give me linemen, period. Yeah. Figure it out from there. And Mahomes had his surgery. Yeah, there was a blurb today. He's going to be ready for camp, but that's... Yeah, turf They're hopeful. Again, it's, it's, right. a, it's turf toe. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be troublesome. Oh, yeah. You know, it's how, is he going to be able to work out at all this offseason? Because, mm-hmm. of, you know, it's again, it's a foot injury that you had to have surgery on. Yeah, yeah. No, they they look like they have some holes. I mean, they're, yeah, so people just saying, well, you can't get past the Chiefs. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, What's it, their line look like? We've had because a I know of, that line didn't uh, – Line was really it, bad. If they lined up against the Steelers, and I, and I tweeted this out during the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and people killed me. But my point was, if they lined up against the Steelers with that offensive line – on a Sunday, the Steelers would give them all kinds of trouble. Oh yeah, I mean they couldn't with block all anybody. To Tampa's Steelers front's better, 
Right. I mean, even when a year ago in the Super Bowl, the Niners front, which I thought was equal to the Steelers, was giving them a lot of problems, and that was with a much healthier offensive line. You know, I mean, that was not without – I mean, they weren't backups across the, 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 the whole sca- the gamut. And the key is, you know, Steelers have been dealing with this for a while – now you've paid Mahomes, you're not going to go pick up Sammy Watkinses of the world right. and Tyron Again, Matthews. You're almost $19 million dollars over the cap right, right now. You're done being a buyer, yeah. and you, you're the target, and you got to hold it together. And That's Mahomes is still a relative bargain at this point. He is. He they've is. paid some sure. other guys that, you know, they Frank paid Tyreek Hill, they paid Travis right. Kelsey. Chris Jones, and right. I mean, they they're are. very, they're, they're now, they've now become a very top-heavy team. Very. I mean, I bet They're very much like the Rams at this point. Six or seven guys making a ton and not a lot of middle class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. Um, and then, of course, the uh, – was the Saints the other one? The Rams are $27.6 million over the cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how they get <laughs> – Theirs isn't as easy. It's not because, again, they're a top-loaded team. They're going to mm-hmm. have to maybe – you know, guys like Gerald Everett, who've been valuable players oh, for them, yeah. can't, can't resign them. No, you can't resign them. Um, you know – I mean, even Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds of the world. You can't right, bring him. Right, right. You can't do it. No, no. You're going to be depleted. It's going to be all in on Donald and Ramsey and or Donald and Ramsey and Stafford and um, piece it together with mid round picks. Yeah, uh, that's that's a tough one. It is a tough one. The Eagles are forty and a half million dollars over the cap, mm-hmm. and that's after that's the, after the Wentz. that's after the getting yeah. rid of the Wentz. Like, eh. and I, from under, what I understand, they're not going to be the point where. Well, they did cut Kelsey, right? Or are they rumored to? Uh, I think they've told him sure. that they're yeah. – Yeah, I'm not sure if that was official or not. But I guess they're not in the position where they have to trade Fletcher Cox. And, I mean, they're going to cut Alshon and they're going to cut Deshaun Jackson and some of those guys. But they're not going to be able to add much. No. And, you know, they're, they're throwing it all on Jalen Hurts. And they'll add a six, you know, six overall pick wide receiver or something like that, which is great. But there does that make them a contender? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Even in that division, I no. think they're in, a, in for a long year. And then the Saints at minus <laughs> minus sixty six point four million. Yeah, with one quarterback on the roster. I would say is that with Breeze retired or not? Because we keep hearing things about it. Well, he hasn't done it yet, and you know well, he took that reduced salary. So his, his salary in twenty twenty one. Well, I guess no matter what, he signed a new deal. Yeah, right. Is one point one million. So that okay. that money's off. So that's the cap. already factored in. Yeah, whether he returns or not. <laughs> wow. What's he returning to? Here's the, here are their free agents. Oh yeah, Jared Cook. He, there's no chance he'll be back. Marcus Williams. I don't think he'll be back. He'll make big money. Sheldon Rankins. Won't be back. None of these guys will be back. Jameis Winston. Back. Trey Hendrickson. No. Hendrickson's already rumored to be maybe a Jet. Yeah. Alex Anzalone. Yeah. Winston's the only one there's I mean, a chance. Those guys are all starters. They're all starters. <laughs> yeah. You think the Steelers are in bad shape. Those, that's, <laughs> that's like a, fourth, a quarter of their starting lineup. Oh, and they don't have a quarterback. And they don't have a quarterback. I mean, Taysom Hill's their quarterback. And they're still right $66 million over the cap. Yes. How are they competing in this year? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a massive If we're doing, if we're doing Saints Nation radio right now. It's th- miserable. Th- panic yeah. button. Panic button, yes. <laughs> and they have maxed out their credit cards more than any other team. And they've been very successful. They did get a Super Bowl out of it in the long run. Had a successful breeze. Actually, they didn't. Well, they won one. I mean, in two thousand nine, long time ago, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a successful breeze run, but this is now they're paying the fiddler. I mean, I, I don't think it's to the point, kind of like the Eagles, where they're going to have to trade Lattimore and Ramchek and 
you know, Thomas and Kamara some of those guys they can't because right. they can't. They're not yeah. tradable. Yeah, come tomorrow and Thomas. But they got to pick up the option, a fifth-year option on Lattimore because they, get, they had that awesome draft class. They had two first-round draft yeah. picks that year. It was it was Lattimore and Ramchek and Ramchek. Yeah, and they're both very good. <laughs> you want to pick them up, right? Yeah, you got to add that to the mix. Yeah, I don't know how they'll do it, but. I mean, and I'm sure they'll kick the can down the road even more. Like, I bet their, their situation next here's, year here's won't be. Bill's uh, cut Quan Alexander, Malcolm Brown, Janoris Jenkins, and Patrick Robinson. Uh, that frees up – those four moves free up $30.8 million. That seems like a no-brainer. I mean, those four – But you you're could, still $34 million over right, the cap. Right, right, Those four could be missed, but that doesn't cure your problem. That's half of your housekeeping. And, and again, you got to replace these guys. On yeah. your roster, those guys aren't super. No, but they're but they're guys. they're yeah, NFL right. players. But they're NFL players. They're going to be in the league next year, and that doesn't get you back any of those free agents that we were talking about. And you're still oh, thirty, no. still thirty four million dollars. Still thirty four million at that point. I mean, it's just it's, uh Yeah. You know, he says resign Marshawn Lattimore and Ryan Ramzik to extensions. Like, I mean, I, don't, I, I think the point of this all is there's a lot of teams that are in worse shape than the Steelers. Oh my God! Yes, and far worse shape too. I mean, not as there that's there are a lot of teams, but there's teams that are in far worse shape. I mean, the more I think about it, and the more optimism I have about this cap being not 200, but you know, not too much crazier than what we've seen. I think the Steelers will be able to add a player or two from outside. I think they'll, the organization. Need to, uh, they'll be able to add the center and tight end. Those are two. Yeah, that'd be those two. are two positions that you don't have to overspend again. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about. Hunter Henry and right. you know, yeah, you know, capable capable NFL players again. Guys have if, if teams like this, if teams like the Saints are going, uh, is other release Latavius Murray and Emmanuel Sanders as well? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> those guys get picked up those quick, guys, and they're going. Those right. guys do contribute. They do you know? contribute, right? No, they're going to be thin as can be too. The other thing about the Saints, it's interesting. They've made very few draft picks lately. Right, they they, they, they have four picks last year, three picks, and then a late seventh rounder. You know, that's how they've been doing it. They've been going all in on guys they like, but their depth is going to be awful. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. I mean, the f- couple injuries and they'll lose. And they're, they're finished. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, so, you know, and these aren't the only teams that are in this kind of situation. There'll no. be some other teams out there, again, cutting guys loose. Oh, there'll be a lot of good players on the market. Yeah. Which could be good for this. I mean, maybe one I mean, of those. We saw that. We saw the, Tex- the Texans of all teams start cutting guys over the weekend. David Johnson and yeah. others. Right. Yeah. Like, they're going to be horrible. Yeah, and you're all, you're already under the cap. Like they're not in that bad of shape. You're just you're just cutting guys so they can go sign some players, but you're cutting NFL players from your roster to mm-hmm. go do it's just bad deals they made yeah, previous regimes. Yeah. People talking about well, they're, they're yeah, this is one that I keep seeing mention. Well, the Steelers <laughs> need to go get um, B.J. Finney or or Jesse James. Well, first of all, they're both still under contract with their teams. Right. Right. Secondly. I don't see Cincinnati necessarily cutting Finney. It's not like they're lying super strong. They didn't pay a signing bonus. They no, get, right. They got him on the cheap. Yeah. Right. I mean, what's he done there to hurt his stock? I'm sure he's fine in practice. Yeah. Well, he didn't start for them last year. Well, he came in mid-season. Came in mid-season. So, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't going to move into the starting lineup. Right it might have been later in that. I mean, it might have been like week nine. It was right before that. the trade yeah. deadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for Jesse James, their new head coach is a tight end. He's a former tight end, Dan mm-hmm. Campbell. Hawkinson is cheap. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they and, have a lot invested. In and tight they ends. they drafted another uh, tight end. Um, hmm, I don't remember who that is. But he was a rookie last rookie last year. Okay, I'm trying to think of so, that. Is. So James' contract isn't crazy. 
he probably isn't worth the money. I mean, right. probably like how many. But they have very little money tied up in their tight end room. And oh, by the way, he's the veteran guy, the blocking guy. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson's your 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 receiving tight end. Sure, and he's your number two. I mean, he's the type of guy I think they should be after. Like Tyler Croft is another right. one, or there's. There's probably three or four names we could come up with. And if James were on the open market, I would think both the Steelers and him, he's from the area too, would gladly have a conversation, come right. back for a reasonable deal and play a fair amount of snaps here. And um, I don't know that Detroit will bring him back. I mean, they, they could use that money elsewhere. They're rebuilding, but it's not like they have to. No, they don't have to do anything with him. No. Uh, they're, they are, uh, and this is uh, according to uh, Spot Track. Uh, $3.8 million over the cap right now. They've got um, $201 million in expenditures, they're, but their adjusted salary cap is 197 because of their carryover. Mm. Um, I mean, they're probably wanting to put their... James counts, franchise he, he counts $6.4 million against their cap. That's not ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. But if I'm them, I I think I'm totally rebuilding and getting older guys. And he only and here's the thing though he only he only saves them two point two million dollars if they cut. I let him go. But you think the I mean if he would hit the open market, you think he's like a two million three million a year guy? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so again, if you're if you're the the Lions, you're like okay, well, is that really you, worth? And you're and you're again your coach is a tight end guy. Mm-hmm. You know how much double tights are they going to do this year? Hunter Bryant's the other one if they. Have. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay. He's not going to block, but he's anybody. not a blocker though. No, not at all. Right. I mean, so if, if, every if, down guy. If, if you know you're, you drafted Hawkinson with what the eighth overall pick, mm-hmm. you don't want him being your blocker. I mean, he does, but he he's can. But that's right, but right. if you have he's him and James on the field, you can right. use you know Hawkinson's going sure. out. You know, he's, sure. he's, he's your, he might be your number one receiver next year. I mean, they signed. <laughs> there's a different regime, but they signed James the same offseason they drafted Hawk, not knowing that Hawk was coming, but probably were highly interested in him at the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean. But he's the type. He he's the profile. that kind of guy, and people, yeah. people say, "Well, they could just re- uh, same thing." Kelvin Beachum. They need to sign, you know, these three ex-Steelers. Don't just wow. focus on the ex-Steelers <laughs> just because they're an ex-Steeler. <laughs> now I see the trend you're getting in yeah. here as well. Now, there's gonna be an ex-Steeler we kind of liked way back when. Well, he might not be the same guy. You right. Know, what injuries he had in between then, and right. I mean, you could probably do better. Right. <laughs> that's a, that's right, the, right. that's my point. Is do better yeah. than that. I'd rather Banner than Beachum. Right. I mean, for age, now, Finney, you know, I'd be interested in, if, he, but sure. I don't think he's going to get cut. I'd be interested in Jesse James. But, again, those yeah. two guys are on somebody's roster right now. They're not cut. <laughs> right, right, so right. don't give me those when I say, you know, who, who are you replacing? Like, when, who are you replacing Eric Ebron with? Well, Jesse James. Well, Jesse James isn't available. <laughs> so he, somebody else owns him right now. Yeah, yeah that's, not, that's We can't not, have that conversation because he's not, on somebody yeah, else's roster. Right, 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 right. No, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Because people just remember the Steelers, and that's yeah. cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you love the team, and you want to bring back the guys you enjoyed watching. But there's a lot of options. Right. There's it, other guys out right. there. You just may not know all the names. You just don't know them as well, right? Yeah. yeah. That are similar profiles. Those type of guys aren't hard to find. Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. <laughs> I'm Dale Lally. Uh, you've been listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We want to thank uh, Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio.
We are back. I am Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what's happening here uh, over the next, well, over the next few months here. Okay. We're going to see the compensatory picks come come be announced. That's sooner than later. That, that's, we don't need the cap number for that kind right. of stuff, right? We're right. going to see the cap number yeah. set. We're going to have free agency starting here in a, in a couple of weeks. Franchise tags even before that. And we're going to have a schedule announced at some point here. Oh, yeah. I and that schedule is going to include 17 games. That's going to happen, yeah. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. And much the, we've, we talked about this, and I think we touched on this a, a couple months ago, how that's going to break down that 17th game is, for example, the Steelers having played against the NFC West in 19 or in two, I'm sorry 2019. Okay. So you'd then be 2 years removed from playing against the NFC West teams going into 2021. Mhm. Okay. That would be your crossover game. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Okay. Against the team. I think we talked about that. I don't think. I thought we did. You would do yeah. it every every 2 years because you play you play every other you play conferences right now or the divisions in the NFC once every 4 every years. Every 4 years. You just uh, Constant rotation. So, you move that two years out, then that way you're not playing a team back in back-to-back years. Okay. From the crossover, so you go two. Interesting. You go two years back. So the Steelers then in, in 2021 would play the Seattle Seahawks because they finished in the same yeah. spot. Right. That's that, that same deal. Okay. That's it's yeah. So you'd still have three var- you'd have three variable games. Yeah. Now the thing that, that Peter King had results. in his column today, which I, I wasn't aware of yet, uh, was that the way that they're going to do who's home and who's away. Hmm. If for those games, is they're going to do it by conference, which makes a lot of sense. By conference, okay. So in 2021, the AFC will host those games. Okay. In so 2022, the NFC will host those games, and that will go back and forth every cool. year. That way, nobody gets an advantage. Well, you had an extra home game, and we didn't. We had nine this yeah. year, but so did everyone in the division. Everyone right. were fighting for a playoff spot. Next year, we only had eight, but right. so did everyone that were fighting in the division and what. Okay, that's smart. So that's a little that's more... That's an easy thing we should have thought of a million years ago. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't think right, of that. Right, like that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Right. But the other part of it, I, yeah, that was something that we've been talking... I talked yeah. about a couple months ago. Uh, that made the most sense. It does. Um, and, okay. and so it, it does work out, and it's not... Uh, you know, Again, the, those teams that then... So that means that the AFC teams, since they'll host nine regular season games this year... Oh, the AFC is getting the extra one this year? Yeah. Okay. They would then cut the preseason down, which means the Steelers would have one home preseason game. Okay. And play two on the road. That gives the this, NFC teams that extra home venue. That makes sense because yeah. everybody wants... You know, you're selling beers and parking and all that stuff, too. So, so 17 games, isn't that tough? Isn't that tough? <laughs> that, that was a pretty easy solution. Wow. That's, that's good. I mean, I, a couple little quick thoughts are now your a first-place schedule versus a fourth-place schedule means one, one game more, more but whatever. it's at right. home. You know, you'd much rather, you know, well, for example. necessarily, but it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, but if it's either home or away. But it, mm-hmm. it's a difference like this year. Okay, the Steelers got to play the Seahawks. What's well, a big difference playing the Seahawks in Pittsburgh as opposed to playing the Seahawks in Seattle? Oh, without question. Yeah, without you question. Know, I'm just it, saying. It's a big difference. You know, if, for example, at the same time, well, Cleveland hosts Arizona. But Pittsburgh has to go to Seattle. That's why they're you're, you're keeping oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. keeping everything. The whole division evil. has yeah. to deal with the home. Yeah, that part's cool. Yes, and it's not that big a deal. It's one seventeenth of your schedule. Okay, I got a little bit harder team, and that stuff doesn't always hold up anyway. Right. You know, like 
Whoever what if, gets uh, what if Russell Wilson gets traded? Yeah, and whoever gets, <laughs> I don't the think Niners, it's going to happen. But you know, yeah, like that, that, I don't know that you're so happy you got the Niners when when that game's actually played. You know, they may be one of the best teams. Were they? The, they're, they're the fourth place team. They're the fourth place team. Yeah, so the Bengals going so to play the Niners. Niners. That doesn't like, do them any good. Great, thanks. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not that. You know, we just yeah. having a down year. Um, the Browns got to play the Cardinals. Oh wow, well, hey. <laughs> yeah, but you're thinking three preseason, three preseason games because yeah. regular only one by though. Only one by, yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish there was two, but I understand it not happening. But the the other interesting thing that will come out here soon, and usually we get this news around the combine time. Mm-hmm. Are there going to be any international games this year? I bet not this year. Now Roger Goodell said at the Super Bowl that he would like to. See, they're still planning on having games in London and Mexico City. Okay. Uh, whether that's whether you're just talking about COVID, right? Yeah. yeah. Whether they're whether they're able to do that or not, like I'd been planning. I've been planning this for two years now. Actually, we were supposed to go last year, <laughs> and COVID hit. We we're planning it. I had I had everything reserved again for this year in July, and had to cancel it again because I'm not sure everything. Like they're talking about Eng, uh, London, uh, England being open by the end of June, fully open, fully open, ready to roll. Well, my trip was scheduled in July, and I'm like, you were talking about a vacation with your wife. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're talking know, about going there, stuff, right? and, and I'm like, I'm not going to chance it that you know something happens here and I, I lose my deposit and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm right, just going to cancel right. it now Do, and be done with I mean, it. And think one more year from now, you're safe. So yeah, the question the is, will things. the NFL schedule those games? Not knowing now, if they if they announce the schedule, then you got a pretty good idea that everything's going to be opened up. Right. I mean, things are starting. To, I mean, it's a small thing, but like the next Penguin game has. Over two thousand yeah, people. And now the, the, you know, like yeah, the state slowly, has announced right. that they'll have they'll have fans. The Pirates and Penguins are going to have fans. The Riverhounds, mm-hmm. uh, all the you know Philadelphia teams. So we're we're heading in the right direction. So with Steeler this. preseason will have fans unless something bad happens. The next question then for the Steelers is: What about training camp? Are they going to be able to have training camp at St. Vincent College? You would lean towards yes, don't you think? I know, but when, you know when we talked to Bob about that, Bob Labriola, yeah. what two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Now that we have mm-hmm. Bob on. He wasn't quite so uh, optimistic about that. It's a different situation. He's usually an yeah. optimistic guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, you know. Brimming I, with optimism. I mean, the Steelers would love to go back. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're not, they, you know, they didn't. They clearly want to go. They there. didn't like having training no, camp right, at their right, facility right. last I mean, year. They even lobbied, hey, we're going to be safer there than right. here, you know. So, uh, you know, the only question then becomes, does it work for the college? Mm-hmm. You know. See, my hunch is because that was NFL mandated. Right. Nobody's doing anything. I think I would, the Steelers would have gone last year if they could. I think they would have gone. Yeah. I mean, they tried to, didn't they? You know, protest that decision, say, hey, we want to go and we'll keep everybody in the dorms. And so I bet this year the NFL says, you guys do what you want, as opposed to nobody's allowed to well, go. Well, one of the reasons why the, the NFL did that last year was because they wanted to keep, again, it was like when the, the different states were open. Yeah, some right, were, right. some states were open and some weren't. So some teams could have gone and had OTAs and all that in mini camps, and others could not have. There was so the question then becomes: does, does everybody is everybody opened up by June? Okay, or something. You know, some is it? What's the so time it's frame? Pretty much a level playing field. Yeah, like you want they want the they want the off season playing field, much like this the schedule that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Everything's got to be level, you and know, it should. Yeah, it absolutely should. Because you can't have you know well the 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 uh, the, the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders can practice, but the, you know, the Niners can't. Yeah, right around the corner. You know, and we yeah. saw. I mean, California shut things down to the point where, the, where you know, San Francisco, the Forty ers had to go to Arizona to play their they games. Their season on the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And there's teams like Dallas that go to 
California, I think it is for camp. Like yes. they go far. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm totally. I just wonder what the time frame is. Like, when do you have to know that? Because there's, they don't just show up and say, "Hey, here we are." Right, right, right. There's a lot of there's a lot of planning that goes yeah, into it's that. Not like, hey, we'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. St. Vinny, be get ready. You know, you got to start. Up. You got to start planning all that stuff. And 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 for I, I guess for the Steelers, I mean, when you've gone there for so long. Okay, we know the time frame of when we got to start. You know doing the operation yeah. of it all. Everything's set up for them. Right. You know the the dorms that, that I mean, were built there were far. built. You send yeah. an eighteen wheeler out with your weights and you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. But too, but you do have to know ahead of time. You can't well, just say you know time. two weeks. You know, hey, two weeks from now you guys can go to camp. Well, no. <laughs> right. 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 I don't know. I mean, do you think mini camp will be normal? That's you know a first step. It's not that's a possibility. Away. Let's put it this way. I'm I'm I've been on the COVID Pennsylvania's screwed up mm-hmm. they're different than a lot of states huh? i signed up uh for the covid vaccine a month ago okay because i have, I have diabetes now say how you, you have a, an in so i i can i can i'm eligible to to get the to get the shots yeah i can't get in anywhere <laughs> i can't get an appointment yeah like they're, they're all these and, and they're talking about well, we have all these shots but we can't get them all out and we you know what are you doing i'm looking uh, west virginia is now wide open wide open because they've got because they're using their shots because they're using they're right they're getting the shots distributed the right people right I, I'm just amazed by but it's totally different odds. so that's the I, I think that's part of the, the of the thing here is how many of the players first of all does the NFL mandate that the players have to see I was thinking that too have to take the vaccination like I know everyone's supposed to be equal like I don't have diabetes or I mean like I, I'm just like anybody else but does Ben deserve a shot more than me? I think yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we can all watch football. And well, some would say he fits in as you know. In, in one of the one of the uh, the things is, are you overweight? Yeah. Well. Well, Ben's not. Yeah. I am. Well, maybe maybe he is if you're if you're using body mass index. <laughs> yeah, I'm some alignment and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, would it be that hard? Can we make an ex- or is that just too much? And I don't know. I mean, you know, some of the, not all these guys live. Obviously, a small percentage of them actually live here year round. Mm-hmm. You know, are they getting vaccinated in their in their home states because they're doing a better job than Pennsylvania is? Well, I'm sure some of them already have been. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure they have ins as well. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, but couldn't the Steelers vaccinate everyone on day one of the mini camp? You know, well, but again, if that if you do that and and there's still a waiting list. You know, if if we're sitting here in July and I still haven't gotten my vaccination, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Is like I know we're all supposed to be created equal, but for the greater good of give it all the Steelers and Penguins first, and then give it to us. You know? <laughs> I mean, like I know Mark Madden got his vaccination already. Okay, you know, yeah. but you know, I mean, I know people that have. My wife works in the medical field; she's gotten hers, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't. I I still haven't been able to get it, and I'm not obviously not alone in that. I mean, there's oh, yeah, the waiting list is long. Apparently, so your hunch? Do you think? I mean, I bet they have a mini camp. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I don't know if we'll be there. You know, we might be broadcasting. We might stuff. be limited to the same rules and restrictions that we had during the regular season this mm-hmm. year, in which we we could watch practice, but we had to be in a designated area. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe we'll have a radio booth set up perhaps. in a corner somewhere or whatever. Yeah. I Who mean, knows? it would work. I mean, I mean, but by the time camp rolls around, I would hope. You would hope that we're, we're back. I mean, kind of roaming around. It, doing yeah, I mean, if we're if we're now looking at at states reopening and at least allowing fans in stadiums and getting and mm-hmm. things of that nature, I, I would think that, you know, 
masks aren't going away anytime soon, though, right? Probably not. No. I mean, I'm sure we'll all be masked up and whatever. But it, which is uh, that's a diff- different, that's a different conversation, conversation altogether. But no, but there's a lot of big stuff about to happen. Yeah, and you didn't even touch on. Ten quarterbacks might get traded and cut, and you know franchise tags are going to be slapped on people. Yeah, I mean that period's been open now for six days, and nobody's franchised nobody's anybody. Yeah, right. Uh, because they, again, you don't know what the cap is. Mm-hmm. Uh, to that point, I'm looking here at the uh, NFL.com top 101 free. I don't know why they do 101, but they do 101 yeah. top free agents. I'm just going to run down the list here real yeah, quick. Yeah, okay. I mean, I wouldn't get too attached to any of these. If yeah, you're Steelers. Uh, Dak Prescott, number one. He's kind of in that cousin situation with. Why would he sign a long-term deal? Just franchise me again, unless you're going to start with that number. Yeah. He has all the power. Yeah. Uh, Trent Williams, number two. Wow. Wow. 33 years old. He could get franchised. That'd be a great franchise candidate. Uh, Allen Robinson, three. Okay. 28-year-old receiver. Mm -hmm. Leonard Williams, four. He's really been done well. He's 27, though. I'm surprised he's that old. Is he? I mean, he came in what year did he came? He came in the same year as, like, Winston and those guys. Yeah. I guess so. I think he was pretty young when he came in the league. He must have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin Simmons, he, safety he out of uh, Denver. Probably, too. Chris Godwin, still just 24. Yeah, he came in the league young, too. Uh, J.J. Watt is no longer no available. Longer scratch him, down to 100. Shaq Barrett, number eight. It's two years in a row. Yeah. I mean, it's not fluky, and he was pretty productive with Denver, but he was just the third guy. Yeah, he was the, the number three. You wonder, if they, you wonder if they feel like, man, we could have not used that draft pick uh, and—, and just Tampa, you talking about? No, I'm talking about Denver. Like, oh, and just locked him up, and instead of taking Chubb, took Quentin Nelson or something. Yeah, like that. right, right, right. Or a quarterback, Probably, or whatever, right, right. you know, whatever it would be. Absolutely. Uh, Aaron Jones, number nine. He's not coming to Pittsburgh, folks. He's not coming to Pittsburgh. No, I mean, we he, haven't talked about that because there's no reason to. No, there really isn't. <laughs> I don't know where land, but here's one that I will bet a lot of people don't know. But this guy's going to get paid. Taylor Moten. Yeah, he number will. ten. He's not. I'm, they say how old he is. He's 26, 27. 27. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the tackles are going to be expensive. Uh, Brandon Scherf, number 11. He's another one coming off a franchise tag, high-end guard. Yeah. Bud Dupree, 12. Wow. He is Congrats. not getting yeah. – not going to happen here, folks. No, it isn't. Uh, uh, I, I give NFL.com credit for respecting where Bud really yeah. belongs. Because if you look at Pro Football Focus – Oh, he's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, 13. Mm-hmm. 26-year-old. He won't be back in New Orleans. No. <laughs> Carl Lawson, 14. I think Lawson's a great player. Yeah, I loved him coming out, and he's, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny Galladay, 15. Yeah, he's a star. He's a little old, actually. He's 27. He came came out a year older than usual. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, 16. So they're still buying in on that. No, I'm sorry. No. I I bet you I can find in the next 15 players, I bet you all 15 of them I I would rather have. 14 or 15 I'd rather have. He's disruptive. I mean, we give him a hard time. He's not productive. He's not reliable. He can be disruptive, but when he wants way to, way overrated yeah. and so many bad snaps. Yeah. Like I don't know how you invest in that guy. Uh, Seventeen, Joe Thune. Yeah, right. He's also come off the tag. Eighteen, Matt Judon. Yeah, it's a little rich for me on Judon, but okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. edge guys we, are important. We could have that conversation about Clowney or Judon. I'd rather have Judon. I'd rather have Judon, but mm-hmm. I'll take Bud over both. Yeah. As, as they would. Uh, 19, Corey Lindsley. I would have him higher, but yeah. I mean, I get it. He is 30. Way. He is 30. Yeah. Okay. wonder if they franchise him. Is, is the tag still just offensive line? I think or it is. is. I thought it, that's, yeah. that's awful for centers. Right? Yeah. 20, good, whichever yeah, way you look at the, Yeah, it's bad for the team trying to keep a center. Uh, 20 is Yannick Ngakwe. I think he'll be the one that comes back. I don't think, I don't think the Ravens can afford to sign either one of them, not if they want to go get a receiver. 
Oh, well, I mean, I mean, if they, you'll find out a lot about like if they spend big money on a receiver, mm-hmm. they can't afford then to, to to do much with the with the edge rushers. I was thinking about their receivers. Like it's easy for us to say this. They need to find a, a solid number one receiver. Get him his Hopkins or get him you know Allen Gut Diggs. But what if Robinson, Godwin, and Galladay all get franchised? You know, like. Then you're down to Juju or Corey Davis. I mean, those guys help. There you go. That's a lot better than what they got. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if Juju ends up there. I don't think so. I think somebody else will offer him. He's physical, a block. I don't know. I mean, like Sammy Watkins doesn't do it for me, or yeah, you know, Fuller isn't gonna isn't what they need. Funny you mention Fuller. He's the next guy on the list. They kind of got him. That's that's what Brown is. Yeah, he's not a he's not a good fit. Fuller's better, but. The thing about Fuller is he starts next year suspended still. I think it's only two or three games. One uh, Week one. Only one, year. okay. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I'm just saying, the guy could never stay healthy, and then the year he does, he gets busted for PEDs. Like, <laughs> those are just facts. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that. You know That, that needs to be considered. Right. Uh, 22, Matt Milano. Good player. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I'm on 22. Yeah, right, right, right. 23, Jameis Winston. He's a quarterback. Yeah. I still like Winston. Winston and Mariota, I'm not, I'm not buried yet. 24 is Curtis Samuel. Jack of all trades. Yeah. You keep hearing him in Washington with uh, Rivera. It'd be, you know, a compliment to I him. see him McCoy. in Miami, too. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he fits it. He's in the right era with jet motions. Yeah. And he'll get two or three carries a game. 25 is Juju. Like, I'd rather Juju than Samuel, though. Depends on they're what you're trying different. to do. They're a little different, yeah. Like, I could see, uh, like, the Steelers getting a Samuel-type guy this year. to Maybe in the draft, even. To play in the, the you mm-hmm. know, you want to do a lot of jet motion and stuff, here's your guy. Canada would like Samuel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 26, Cam Newton. I don't know where I'd even rank him. I don't know either, but I, I don't know that I want him. Would you rather, have, just money aside, age aside, week one, would you rather try to win a game with Cam or Jameis? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's a really t- that's a really tough question. Yeah, what kind of team do I have? <laughs> right, right. Do I have a great defense? Because you better have the yeah, game, right. Can I protect them? Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, uh, twenty-seven. Johnny Smith. I bet he gets paid pretty well. Yeah, I, I bet he gets paid real. Twenty-eight well. is Hunter Henry. Johnny Smith ahead of Hunter Henry. Henry. I would rather have Henry. S- Smith's the more healthy guy though. Like he's he's been the more he's a better athlete too. Yeah. Henry just hasn't stayed healthy over the course of his career. You know, how many times have we talked about, you know, age 27 tight ends? That's kind of Smith's about to hit that. Yeah, they're bo- they're, both of them are. They really. both, yeah. yeah. But it, Smith was more of a developmental guy coming out. Uh, 29, Shaquille Griffin. Hmm. That's pretty high for him. The edge rusher? The corner from Seattle. Oh, I was thinking Shaq Barrett. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did, uh, did we not talk about Shaq Barrett? We did, did yeah. We oh, okay. Yeah, he was like the last. Yeah, I was going to say he should be much higher. I got my Shaqs mixed up. Yeah, Shaq Griffin's okay. Uh, uh, 30 is Ryan Fitzpatrick. In I'd the, rather win a game with Fitzpatrick than Yeah, him. I think so. Right, right, right. Here's the thing, though. Give me 38 years old. This is the thing when, when people talk about right. Just the Steelers. The Steelers need to go get Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's the same freaking age as Ben. He's, ben. he's on 13 teams <laughs> or something, right. I mean, he's still a quality player. Yeah. All right, here's a question. Do you think Fitzpatrick is an opening day starter? Yeah, I could see, like, Chicago signing Chicago, him. Yeah. Washington. Yeah, there's I can not see. many spots. But in fact, Washington that would make a lot of sense for Washington. You've got a you've yeah. got a, a you know draft a guy. Yeah, 
and have Ryan Fitzpatrick. You've got a good defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that makes you the best team in that division, depending on what happens with Dallas. Or you do something like this, like sign Fitzpatrick and Trubisky. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you can't draft one, if you think they're all going to be gone, or try to trade for Jordan Love, but bring in Fitzpatrick. You know, like right. one of those type of moves. Yeah, I think he'll be an opening day starter. Yeah. I uh, bet it's Chicago or Washington makes sense. 31, Romeo Aquara. He had a really good year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, edge guy. Out of 26 years old. Yeah. He's a perfect example that, here's a prediction. Free agency will open. That guy will sign three hours after it opens. You'll get a blurb, and everyone will be like, Aquara, why did he sign for so much money? Because <laughs> he's a young edge rusher. Yeah. He's ascending. He's going to make a lot of money. Uh, 32 is Corey Davis. I like Corey Davis. But if he's treated as a one, that's a little different. He's not going to be on my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, he's not going to beat a lot of press man coverage and coverage is rolled his direction. Like, he if, benefited from being opposite Brown and having right. and having a great running back. Great in the running back. He was actually a, a really good blocker too downfield for Henry. That's why I keep thinking about him with the Ravens. You know, whoever that guy is, he's going to cost him some money, though. He's going to cost money. Yeah, I mean, you're like, talking Steelers fans might want him to be the guy that the Ravens add. You're talking fifteen million. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he gets away from Hayden consistently. 33 is Marcus May. Well, I don't know if it, I agree with that. He's, a, he's an okay. I mean, he's he's a, a decent starting safety, but mm-hmm. he's, he's 28. Say, well, he's that old. This is his first contract. Yeah. I don't know that I want to pay that guy to. I, I heard rumors they're considering franchising him. That would make more sense for that. They got the cap space. They have the cap space. And... He'll be 29, you know, net 29 next year. You've mm-hmm. gotten everything you can get out of him at that point. Wow. I didn't realize he was that old. I'm coming off his first deal. I expect him to be younger than that. 34 is Dav- uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. He's another good plugger. I mean, he's yeah. more than just a plugger. Yeah. You can give the Giants a hard time, but Williams and Tomlinson and— uh, They were tough to run the ball against. They got some beef yeah. in the middle that can move. They got some, they're got some. they hard to play against up the middle. Uh, 35, John Johnson. Mm, he's going to leave. They're not going to be able to afford him. Yeah, 25-year-old safety. You, you haven't mentioned Marcus Williams yet, but those are cap-strapped teams— uh, that's another one. People will be like, "Wow, John Johnson and Marcus Williams signed for this." Yeah, they're going to be well paid. Thirty six is Levante David. That's a tough one because he's thirty one now. Yeah, like I saw that something over the weekend. Browns will be very interested in Levante David. First of all, you're going to pay him big money. Coming off a Super Bowl, coming off a Super still Bowl, playing really, really yeah. well. But he's thirty one. You're, you're going to be paying for what he was, not what he's going to be. Yeah, that might not be the smartest move. You may get a really good year out of him, and then he's yeah. a cap casualty a year from now. He said he's he's logged over nine thousand plus snaps in his in his career. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, the Bucks are interesting because obviously they're Super Bowl champs, and I do think people will take less to play with them, not fifty percent less, but <laughs> right. they'll take a little bit of a deal, and they have some cap space, but. It sounds like Gronk will come back on a friendly deal. I bet A.B. does when it's all said and done. Devontae David wants to get paid. David probably wants to get paid. Mm-hmm. Godwin probably wants to get paid. Shaq Barrow wants to That's get paid. That's the problem with winning. Okay, we, I've won my Super Bowl. Right. I now, I'm gonna get, now I'm going to go get paid. And, and be done for my life. <laughs> and Namakong Su's up, too, who's a mercenary. Yeah. I mean, he's been paid everywhere he goes. It doesn't sound like much, but they also, Fournette. I mean, they're all starters. They're all prominent players. Right. You right. Know, you'd be able to, and you pick 32nd. Uh, 37 is Daryl Williams. Mm-hmm. 38, Marcus Williams. Yeah, he, I mentioned him before. Yeah. I mean, he, they can't afford free back. safety. He'll make a lot of money. Uh, 39, Leonard Floyd. I would not pay him either. I wouldn't, but somebody probably will. Yeah, he's a perfect example. We've seen two years in a row where the Rams go get a former first-round pick that was a, quote, bust, Fowler with 
Jacksonville. Floyd was. They benefit from playing with Aaron Donald. And then they light it up with yeah. their one year. Well, oh, Aaron Donald leads the league in double and triple teams. Right. Well, okay, well, that means somebody else is, isn't right. getting blocked or they're getting blocked one on one by a tight end. And their offense, their defense coordinator is a really smart dude who's yeah. now a head coach. And Floyd's skinny. I mean, I don't think he's like all of a sudden come into his own. No, again, he's 29. Yeah. Uh, 40 is William Jackson. I would pay for him. That's going to be an interesting one for the for the the Bengals. They they don't have very many good defensive players. Him can't, and Lawson can't let him walk. I, would you would you franchise Lawson or would you franchise Jackson? Jackson, I think so because corners are are a little harder to mm-hmm. find, and you know what he is. I mean, but if, if and Lawson's been a part time player for them, yeah, which it's I crazy. Mean, it's a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say with that? Like, if if you're them though. I mean, if I'm lost and I'm, I'm not sure I want to negotiate with the Bengals. I want to go somewhere. I would like to hit better. the open market yeah. and see where I can play. You know. Yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get paid big money. All right. Uh, Forty one is Shelby Harris. He's a good football player too. Yeah. He's disruptive in the middle. Okay. Uh, Forty two, Justin Houston. I don't know what he has left. Yeah, I think he's gonna be a part time, not get picked up as quick as people think. Yeah. He's not bad, but he's a rotational. Yeah. We've mentioned that with like JJ Watt. They're at that same age, you know. Uh, 43, Hassan Reddick. I don't know what you pay him. That's a tough one. Coming off a monster year, but he had like five sacks. It's like a monster game. eight games is what yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. There was like, he was rumored a lot with the Steelers, which probably never was true. He had that huge uh, senior bowl, super versatile. But some of those versatile guys. Yeah. Just, what's, what's your, what's your ma- what do you master? What yeah. Do you, what, what, do you, what are you mastering in? And finally, they just lined him up and he rushed off the edge in a good year. But it took him four years to figure that out. Yeah. Well, that might have been their coaching problem. Well, right, right. Uh, 44, Jayon Brown. He's a good player, too. Yeah. 45, Jason Verrett. I didn't realize Brown was up. And yeah, he's 26 Titans years old. This could be in trouble. Yeah. This could be a rough offseason for Tennessee. Uh, 20, uh, 45, Jason Verrett. 46, Ronald Darby. 47, T.Y. Hilton. 48, Andy Dalton. Will Dalton be an opening day starter? No. I'm going to say no. No. Yeah. 49 is David Andrews. Yeah, good player. So two, uh, two Patriots offensive linemen on that. Yeah, keep an eye on free agent centers. Fifty might be a little pricey, but yeah, fifties Anthony Harris. Okay, another good player. Uh, and I'll just roll through the rest of this with the, just the Steeler guys. Yeah. I don't have to go far because Mike Hilton's fifty-one. Nice. I'm glad he's getting that kind of recognition. I mean, yeah. that's what he's worth. Um, looking here, let's see. We get uh, Big Al on there soon. I would I'm imagine. sure he's on here somewhere. Antonio Brown, sixty-four. Yeah, I think he has a lot left. I think he's. I think somebody signs him. Yeah. Um, 70, Larry Oak and Joby. Uh, the, yeah. Okay. If the Browns keep him, he's going to cost a lot of money. Him and Vernon are both up. Yeah, he's 27 years old. Austin Ryder's a guy that we talked about at the center mm-hmm. position, he's 73. The chief center we mentioned before. Cordero Patterson at 74. That's kind of a – he's a one-trick pony. It's a good trick. I mean, he's a yeah. great returner, but uh, how much are you paying him? Right. Um, Duke Johnson just got added to that list over the weekend. He's 78 on there. Uh, Tyrod Taylor at 82. Is Tyrod Taylor an opening no, day starter? But he's a good bridge. Yeah, I mean, he can. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Chiefs uh, previously. Uh, Brashad Breeland is 83. Uh, this is a guy kind of. Tyrell Williams at 85 got cut he's loose. Long and he can run. Yeah. He got paid too much whenever he left right. the Chargers. But, and he's had some injuries, but he's long and he can run and. Yeah, he probably has something left. Guy we talked about previously, Kelvin Beecham is 86. How old is he? 32. Yeah. I, that's not happening. 
I mean, he was never the most overwhelming physically physical specimen to begin with. I mean, he'll probably last and get by with smarts and yeah. that type of thing. But he is what he is. He's probably a starter though next yeah. year somewhere. Eighty eight is Tyson Alulu. Hmm. He's thirty four. Uh, Tack, Tack McKinley at ninety one is just nuts to me. What Nobody is he seems to want him? What has he done? Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Just because he's a former first round pick, if he's a former fifth round pick, this is another guy I've seen people. Somebody, some website out there somewhere must have must have said the Steelers need to sign this guy, but this isn't happening. Malik Hooker. Oh really? Why would they sign Malik Hooker? That's to that's, do what? Yeah, right. Sit is on the bench. Safety. <laughs> Does he have some interest in coming here? Is there some? He's coming connection? off a torn Achilles. He's from Newcastle, but that doesn't. I don't care uh, where he's from. Right. That doesn't mean he go sign a safety. Yeah. I mean, I don't um, dislike the player pre-injury, but. But he can't stay healthy. It's not the preference here. Uh, 97 is James Conner. Yeah. I don't know where I put him. Yeah. 99 is James White. How about that one? Yeah. I think he's going to be a buck. Alville and the Wave are not mentioned on here. Mitchell Trubisky comes in at number 101. It's a good spot for him. Yeah. I know you and I have bashed him, but once in a while, we have, I think we both said the price was right. <laughs> I mean, this year, not for the Steelers. Yeah. That's a next year type of thing, but... It wouldn't shock me if his second stint in the league is better than the first. Yeah, he's twenty-seven. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, do you think he's an opening day starter? I don't. I don't. No. But if he lands in the right spot and is groomed, maybe he has like he would good. make sense in Denver or somewhere like that. If they don't get a quarterback. Like, yeah. Okay, here's if you got, you don't have to change the offense. No, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, frankly, he would make sense in Pittsburgh if you didn't have Rudolph and Haskins. Sign him to a two-year deal, not ensuring that he's the but guy. But he's going to sit him behind. A what's veteran. he going to cost? Ten million a year, probably. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's, that's the, the business problem. you're in. Yeah. yeah, that's the business you're in. It's rough. Yeah, so yeah, I just don't see that somewhere happening. else. Right, right, absolutely. But that's the uh, top 100 on the NFL dot com. Several Steelers on that list. Yeah, Al was not right. Al was not. Okay, maybe they think Al's uh, going to retire. Maybe hang it up. Yeah. Someone's going to pay him. Someone, if, if he wants to play, somebody will pay him. Yeah. He's better than Kelvin Beecham. Better than Kelvin Beecham. I mean, he had a tough time. Run blocking wasn't so great for him this year, but I think he can still protect. And if you can do that left tackle, you're worth a one-year yeah. deal. Would the Colts, would the Colts like to sign a, a guy like Al Villanueva? And, and draft one? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's the move. Anyways, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You are listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment. So uh, for my, my partner, Matt Williamson, Uh, For Jacob Reck here on site, keeping us on the air, we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and it is mock draft mock time. Let's mock it up here. We're using the ProFootballNetwork.com's mock draft simulator. Wednesday we won't. Wednesday we Friday will not. Friday we will. Wednesday we got a special guest coming Yeah, out. I just wanted to tease that a little bit. There you go. We'll tease it keep, out there. Keep an eye out. Yeah. He's been a frequent contributor to the show. He has been. How about that? Uh, but he will actually be on a, with us live. Yes. Uh, so we're running the... Uh, the mock drafter here. We have two trade offers. Twenty-four is up here. Just to give you an idea, 
uh, of what has happened ahead of our draft pick here. Uh, the last uh, five picks before our draft, 19 was Elijah Vera Tucker. Okay. 20 to Chicago was Najee Harris. Huh. Why would that? That's a bad pick by Chicago. 21, Aziz Ojolari out of uh, Georgia to the mm-hmm. Colts. I think that's very possible. 22, Rashad Bateman to Tennessee. Could Tw- see that. Davis Tw- will probably won't be back. 23, Travis Etienne to the Jets. That's a possibility. I mean, that's a nice young quarterback-friendly option. So here's what we got. Uh, the top guys available, Christian Barmore, Samuel Cosme, uh, Melon Fuanu, the cornerback out of Syracuse, yeah. Jalen Mayfield, Nick Bolton, Joseph Asai, Trevor Mowring, Tevin Jenkins, Mac Jones still available. Um, three or four of those tackles I like. I like three or four of those tackles. What I don't like is the fact that the two running backs, two backs went are already gone, right. And I, I, I sent you this the other night, and I was playing around with this over the weekend. Okay. And I'm really warming up to the idea. I like, first of all, when we did our, our triple take, mm-hmm. I have Javante Williams as my number two back ahead of ATN. And not to speak for you, but that's not for the Steelers. That's just in a that's nutshell. That's just in a nutshell. In a, I, think, yeah. I think he's a star. I, I think, like him a lot. I think he's. I, I think, think you like him more than me, and you like him more. Here's my problem at with twenty four than I do. Here's my but. problem with ATN. Fumbles. Yes. I don't think he's an every down back. I think I, he's, I think he's more Alvin Kamara than he is, and he's not as good as Alvin Kamara. But he's not. It's, uh, you know, his physical is Kamara too. And so I have Williams rated. I think Williams is an every down back in the NFL. One thing I just want to throw out there that we haven't talked about enough with Williams. He's great in protection. You and I have talked about that. And he's 20 years old. And he's young and doesn't have any wear and tear. And, I mean, I don't know that he's the, he's not the home run threat that ATN is. No. And Harris isn't either. I mean, right. Harris doesn't, is, is not a breakaway guy. But, I mean, all I know is when I turn on tape of, of Javante Williams, I see him breaking off. 25 30 yard runs. Yeah, he does he runs <laughs> right. if if he's in the, if he's in your secondary, you got problems. Yeah. Cuz he's going to run some guys over. He is his contact balance is phenomenal. Like I heard he, David Montgomery He hits guys and just better. knocks them out. Yeah. Like he really pinballs. Yeah. And he's not little at all. I mean, he's not tall, but he's He's 5'10" 220 pounds. Thick. Like you try to hit that. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I we agree on all those things. I just don't know if I can take him at 24. Okay. Well, we've got, guess what? We've got trade offers. But before we even discuss the trade offers, to your point, two are already gone. Two are already gone. There's a, bunch, there's a bunch of tackles still available. A bunch of tackles still available. We got, coffer, we got offers right now. But well, if, if, if we go into this saying we want to get an every down starting running back. Well, two are gone. Two well, are gone. Uh, well, may, and we only think there's three. Think there may only be two. And there might only be two. Right, right, yeah. right. I think there are only two. I mean, yeah. ATN's a, a, a really good player, but he's not an every down starting running back. Okay. I think there's two in this draft. Here's our trade offers. Arizona's offering us pick 32 and Tampa Bay's 2022 second-round draft pick. Why does Arizona have number 32? I guess they made a trade earlier or whatever, but never mind. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe, did Tampa trade Maybe it is Tampa. It must be. It's got to be Tampa. They got the wrong thing up there. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's pick 32 and Tampa Bay's... Uh, 2022 second round draft pick. So they're offering us their first this year, their second next year for pick 24. That's going to be a late second. How about this one? I don't like that one. The Jets are offering pick 34. Okay. Pick 66. Nice. And their 2022 second round draft pick for picks 24 and 87. 
I think we say yes to that. Well, let's see if we can. I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna go back and try re- to get a little something. Max, I'm gonna a reject. There. Yeah, I'm gonna reject that other deal. Tampa gonna, can go away. I'm gonna counter this one. So what else can we get from them? They've got 34, 66, 86, 107, 147. What's the pick they want from us? They went 24 and 87. What's our pick after 87? 128. They won't do that. No. What I'm thinking here is, what if we back off on 87? I don't want to give up 87. I, that's what my sticking point is. I don't want to give up 87. What if we get, give them 128 in... in next year, fifth? A ne- yeah, a fourth. fifth. Let's, let's try a fifth next year. Because we're right. going to get comp picks. We well, just I don't want, mind giving yeah. up the fifth next year. If they yeah. say yes to this, I'm going to be thrilled. So we're gonna, we would give up 24-128 in our uh, 2022 fifth-round draft pick for 34-66 for what they offered us in the Jets' second-round draft pick. I mean, you know me. I want that Jets' second. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be 36 overall. That was declined. Okay. Yeah. What if we make it a fourth instead of a fifth? Next or pick. we could go with the Jets' third, which would be a high. No, I want that second. You want that second? Okay, we can try. I might need a quarterback next year. True, true. All right. Because we're probably going to get third-round compensatory picks next year. I know. I yeah. know. And if we get the Jets second, well, we, we still moved up. I don't mind giving up my fourth here because I'm counting on comp picks next year. and That was declined. Yeah. Let me counter again. We're going to go 128. I don't want to give up that 87 or whatever you said, but it might what be. About the, what about our third-round pick next year instead? All right. They should say yes to that. That was declined. Wow. Maybe I'm getting too too greedy here. Too greedy. All right. Well, I think we maybe I take the original deal. Let me see if I can finagle this a little bit here. Giving up our third doesn't make me happy. What if we give? What if we bump it down to the four? Because I want those. I want thirty. What we would have then would be 34, 66, 34, 55, 66, 86, 87. That'd be awesome. I love that. I'm whatever I got to do. The more to make I the, think about it, I mean, I was happen. really adamant about not about wanting their second. But what if we move down to 128 and we ask for their third instead of their second? That's what I'm doing. Okay. They should. They, they should say yes. That to was that. declined. Wow. All right. All right. Let's see here. That's a pretty big jump. I mean, we're moving. We're asking them to give up 40 spots from their original offer. True. What if we go? Instead of asking for 86, what if we ask for a 107 instead? Still have an interest in 107 if we give up 128. Because I want 87. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And we're still getting their second next year, We right? still get their second next year. Let's see if they say okay to I that. I can live with that. And that was declined. Let me throw in... Let me throw in a little hard bargain Let here. me throw in a little sweetener here this time. Okay, so we go to 128. We keep 87. They give us 107, and we throw in the fifth next this year. This year or next year? Okay. That was the climb. Well, let's see if we can make that a four. I want that deal. 128, 107, our fourth round I might pick. just take the original. Yeah, let me see. What, that was, I don't want to give up 87. I don't either, but we may trade down again. Not from 34, we won't. No, we're going to make <laughs> that pick. What if we make it their third next year? 107, and we give up 128 in our fifth. In a fifth, yeah. No, that was declined. So we just accept the offer? I guess. We've, we've run a tough – they've run a tough – They were not easy to negotiate with. All right, we're accepting it. We'll see yeah. what happens. There's still some – Well, more. now we got the Cardinals on the phone. 
the real 30. Cardinals this time. Okay. They're offering for 34 and 253. Picks 49 and 64. I don't think I can do that. Especially if Williams is available. Yeah. I don't think I, I think can. we need that to do it. Uh, we do have two offers. Well, now the Eagles are offering pick 37 in their 2022 fourth round draft pick for pick 34. Okay. I mean, I haven't studied the way this draft went, but I know the Atlanta is looming and they need a back. Atlanta is the next pick. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they, they didn't take a back the first time around. I don't know who they, they took, did but not. it doesn't matter. So we want to de- decline that one. Is Williams out there? Williams I assume he is. is out there. I think we just take him. Take him. He's yeah. the pick. Javante Williams is the pick at 34. That's fine. That in a nutshell is great. Now the Falcons are on the phone. We get him for four years. Yeah, good shape. And he's 20. And 20 years old. Yeah. Maybe you'll extend him. Who knows? Then we'll come to that bridge later. Uh, we have two trade offers here. We're at 55. Um, the Falcons are offering 68 in their 2022 third-round draft pick for picks 55 and 253. It's okay. I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, Kansas City's on the phone, and they want pick 55 and pick 141 for pick 62 in their 2022 third-round draft pick. It's okay. It's okay, but the more I think about it, no. They're thirds late, and, yeah. you know, right. That, that doesn't do it. Here's what's me. available. I don't want to give up that second pick. Offensive game. tackles. you got Alex Leatherwood. You got Liam I think Mike. he might be more guard than tackle. I think he might be more, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Liam Eikenberg, Dylan Raddins, uh, Jackson Carmen. Uh, Eikenberg or Raddins? I think I'd take Raddins. I think I'd take Raddins, too. Uh, at the center position, you got Creed Humphrey, Josh Myers, Quinn Miners. Good. I'm glad there's that many available. I would still take the tackle. I would, too. Yeah. He's a great guy to be... Sit on the bench for a year, six guys. Play some extra tight end for you. Right, right. Yeah, future left tackle. I think we'd be real happy with Williams and Raddins as our first two picks. And we might have gone, we might have flip-flopped that had the running backs not gone earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd been happy with that. If they took Raddins at 24, I'd understand, and I wouldn't be critical. Yeah. All right, so Raddins is the pick. Now we're back up at 66. This is the benefit of making that trade. Yeah, and we got two, the two biggest needs are filled. The Chiefs, however, are on the phone again. Oh, they want to talk. They're about offering that. pick seventy-three and pick one thirteen. And this is sixty-six. We're, on? we're at sixty-six. Okay, seventy-three, one thirteen for pick sixty-six and one forty-four. However, I was born on six-six. Lemieux sixty-six, and Deontay Johnson was a sixty-six pick. This is a lucky spot. This is a lucky so spot. They better wow us. The Bengals are on the phone as well. They want to offer us pick sixty-nine and pick one fifty for pick sixty-six. Sixty-nine is a good spot too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reject that. No, we don't deal with the. Division. I'm going to reject right. that because it's a division yeah, team. Right, right. 73 and 113 for pick 66 and 141. I'm kind of interested. That's in. intriguing. I want to see what's available though. Okay. If there's somebody that I'm there's a, not a, if there's someone that stands out, but there's not a position that we're just jumping off. So here, well, uh, I mean, if I could get one of those inside linebackers here, mm-hmm. make my defense fast a lot faster. Uh, so the guys available: Carlos Basham. Davian Nixon, Deontay Brown. I'm not interested in any of those guys. Yeah. Dylan Moses. He scares me a little. Pete Werner. I like Warner. I think Warner over Moses. Jabril Cox. I take Cox over both of them. Yeah. Um, Josh Myers available. Uh, Tommy Togiai would make a defense a little bit better. Um, Dwayne Eskridge. We've done this several times, Long. but taking 
Cox there is. I think taking Jabril Cox is the pick there. I think. You, I think well, can nice we move down though to do it though? That's the question. I mean, there's a handful. There's some of guys, guys there that, that like if okay, if we say or, Werner or Cox, I'd be happy with either one of those guys. Are are the consider Moses? Are the six teams down. in between us and seventy three? Are they going to take? Two of those inside linebackers off the board? No, probably and not. If so, then Myers is there, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's a, a nice group it's of a guys. A little risky, are, but I don't mind moving down six spots to get us another mid round pick. To get us to, to move us up from 141 to 113, and now we're getting into that. Yeah, we're getting in the sweet spot again. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we'll, we'll accept that one. Who'd they take? They took Deontay Brown. Davian Nixon went. Pete Werner went to the Falcons. Mm. Demetric Felton went uh, to the Bengals. That's who they were trying to trade up to get. Mm, makes sense. Uh, Jordan Smith went to the Eagles. Patrick Jones to the Broncos. Kelvin Joseph to Kentucky. Our boy Jabril Cox is still Let's on there. Let's grab him, yeah. Take him. That worked out great. And now we have uh, 117 or whatever it was in our back pocket. Okay, we're back up again here at 113, which is the pick we got. Oh, okay. The culture on the phone, they want to offer us 127 and 166 for 113. Yeah, I'm not super. I'm I'm kind of in the mood to add some dudes now. I am as well. Um, so we're gonna get out of. Let's see what's available. I would look at receivers and tight ends. Kenny Yaboa available is the top tight end available. That doesn't He's not much well my yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, you got well. Let's let's just look at the tight end position. It's been pretty well picked over. I'm sure the top uh, guys are going. So you get Yaboa, Trey McKitty. Quentin Morris, Nick Eubanks, Bradley Moore, Kerry Angeline, Colin Granson. That's that's not on there. Wide receiver: Seth Williams, Shai Smith, Austin Watkins, Kade Johnson, Wap Filer. Um, we both like Kade Johnson. Daz Newsom. There's some. I, I like. I've actually looked at some tape of uh, Filer and Daz Newsom over the weekend. Those guys fit the bill as well. Okay. Um, the but uh, there's several of them. I don't know. We can yeah, maybe wait. There's a bunch there. Uh, the center position. No, it's centers. They're gone. Yeah, it's, it's all of them are it's gone. Trey Hill, Drake Jackson, uh, Jimmy Morrissey, Michael Manet, guys yeah, of that nature. Can't do it. Um, How about a corner? How about a secondary dude? Well, you got here, here's some other guy at the guard position. Do you think any one of these guards can maybe play some center for teach you at some, some point? Teach him a new trick. Ben Cleveland, Royce Newman, no. Aaron Banks, David Moore, Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green's a guy Ken, we like. Kendrick Green's a guy that uh, you know, and that. Uh, he's played center, right? He played center yeah. in Illinois. He played center and guard. He's got some snap to him. He's a nice developmental player. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have any problem with that. Let's take a look at the cornerback position. Keith Taylor out of uh, Washington, Trill Williams out of uh, Syracuse, Robert Rochelle out of Central Arkansas, Rodarius Williams, Paulson Adebo, Benjamin Saint Just, Cameron Bynum, uh, Demomador Lenore. There's a couple names on there. And we've brought him up a lot in our mocks, but Adebo from Stanford, the more I think about him, I think that's a risk worth taking. I mean, he was highly productive interception guy with smarts and length, and we just haven't seen him play in so long, you know, that. but do we really care about that if he's Joe Hayden's replacement a year from now or two years from now? Like, I'm interested in him. Well, the question sure is, do they think that they have that guy on their roster now? That's the... Yeah, it depends what you think of Lane, yeah. I think. But another corner is never a bad idea. But he's an outside guy. I mean, he's not a slot. Yeah. He's just somebody I'm warming up to more, to be honest with you, as this process goes along. The edge is available. Uh, Victor uh, Dimukeje out of Duke. Mm. Uh, Chauncey Golston out of Iowa. Dalen Hayes out of Notre Dame. Shaka Tony. William Bradley Smith. So there's some some guys there. Uh, Malcolm Kuntz out of uh, Buffalo. 
Uh, defensive tackle, you're looking at Bobby Brown, uh, Osa Odigizuwa, uh, Ogundeji at a Notre Dame, uh, Cam Sample, Jalen Twilin, Marvin Wilson. I'm leaning towards green. Interior line. Let's see who they list here. Is, uh, their top available, according to their list, is Yaboa, Adrian Ely at tackle, Kellen Mond uh, at quarterback, okay. uh, Brady Christensen, the offensive tackle at a BYU, Seth Williams out of uh, Auburn. Good value for Christensen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'd go with green. Talking about building a running game. Okay. We'll go with green. Kendrick Green is the pick. Okay. And we got another one coming up here at 128. Uh, the Cowboys are on the – oh, boy, the Cowboys are trying to bowl us over here. Wouldn't Cow- blow me away to pick up a future pick here. Well, they're not offering any future picks. But the Cowboys are offering for picks 128 and 253, which is our last pick. Be nice not to pick that. They're offering one on the air. They're af- <laughs> they're offering 138, <laughs> 179, and 194. You can make that work. Oh yeah. We'll end up adding stuff. You know. We'll and we're only moving up. back ten spots here. Yeah, just take it. Yeah. I'm gonna accept that one, and here we go. So we're back up at 138, and here's what's any available. of those receivers floating around. Let's go see. Uh, the top guys: Shy Smith, Cade Johnson, Sage Charette, Daz Newsom. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I just imagine. I would probably go Kate Johnson. I but would probably if go you have a preference. Yeah. I'm fine. I would go Kate Johnson as well. Take him a lot. Right, we do. And now we're cruising along here. Okay, we're back up at 179. Now we just, well so far. Yeah, uh, no future picks, but that's all right. Then we get a we got a second. Oh, we the got Jets. the Jets second. We get the Jets second oh. round pick. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, right, right. Uh, let's take a look at the defensive side of the ball here. Uh, we still need to take a cornerback. D Lyman uh, wouldn't break my heart either. Trey Brown available. That's another regular Matt and Dale guy. Yeah. All yeah, right. I think he fits right in as your slot. I think grab him. Yeah, I don't even we don't even need to talk about it. Right, right. <laughs> I think he has Steeler written all over him. One ninety four. We're back up again. This is the this see is now now pick. we can now we can double down and take that cornerback position if we want. A long one. A long one. Uh you got Shakir Brown, Darren Hall. Elijah Griffin out of USC, Brian Mills out of North Carolina Central, Sean Jolly out of Appalachian State. Any of those guys? Uh, I would say Mills is kind of intriguing. He's a six-one-ish guy, right? Yeah. I don't care. He's from a small school. I probably won't have him active on game day unless he's awesome on special teams. Develop him, you know, kind of like a Ike Taylor pick. Yeah. At uh, Edge, you got Ellerson Smith out of Northern Iowa, Joshua Kando out of Florida State, Chris Rumpf, Jonathan Cooper, Malik Herring, Wyatt Hubert. Turn Jackson, Patrick Johnson out of Tulane. I really like Romph. I just don't know how you, he's too small. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's a really good player, though. Defensive tackles Jordan Scott, LeBrian Ray, Mustafa Johnson, Taquan Graham, Karis Tonga, Lorenzo Neal. Would you consider a guy like Ray? I could, we're on 94 here. I think, you know, mm-hmm. you're kind of looking to add that. Let's uh, real quick here at the tight end position. Uh, Briley Moore, Kerry Angeline, Kylan Granson, Noah Gray, Josh Bates or John Bates, um, Tony Poljan, Luke Farrell. Look at those. I was actually watching Poljan the other day. He doesn't move real well, but he's big. Yeah, I mean he's okay. I mean he's a 265 guy that can block and yeah. None of those guys blow me, blow me away, but. Do we stick on the defensive side of the ball? I, think I want a corner. Let's double down to cornerback position. Yeah. Who you want there? 
I'll take let's take the uh, the small school dude. NC Central. Yeah, yeah. Brian Mills is the pick. We've taken him a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. I think he fits because you don't need him this year. Just let him let him, let him relax for a little. Yeah. Marinate. Uh, we're back up again at two seventeen. Place is nice. We got a lot of picks. Yeah. Now Edge, uh, Jonathan Cooper, Malik Herring, Wyatt Hubert, Taron Jackson, Patrick Johnson, Isaiah Loudermilk out of Wisconsin. What about Cooper? Cooper, with to me though, I, I like the player. Where's the production though? Yeah, I know. That's I mean, the problem. Just, I'm sure he was a pretty good recruit, and uh, well, I haven't seen his athletic testing, obviously. Yeah. But I bet Herring doesn't good. fit. Hubert fits. He had production this year. Okay, where's uh, he from? Kansas State. Ah, uh, yeah, he's not bad. I yeah. know who you're talking about now. Yeah, that'd be fine. He's good. I like Patrick Johnson out of Tulane as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about production, that guy's yeah, a right, quarterback. Right. Let's um, take one of those two. Let me just take a look here at the at the linebacker position. Uh, nah, it's pretty well picked over. I mean, we already added Cox, right? Yeah, uh, but you could you could use two. You could. could play special teams for you. I mean, yeah, I mean four will make the team. Probably. Defensive tackle, you're looking at. Uh, do you take one of those guys here? LeBron Ray still on the board here. That's interesting. Mustafa Johnson, take one Graham, Chris Tonga, Lorenzo Neal. He's actually Lorenzo Neal's kid. The old, ah. the old fullback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That um, was good. Yeah. That was a, a, there's always a fullback D tackle correlation. That was a blockhead, yeah. Yeah. Um I kind of like the edge dude out of Tulane. Johnson. Okay. Let's take Patrick Johnson there. And we get another pick at 225. We're just picking left and right. Now we might take a look at let's what, what D tackle wouldn't hurt. D tackle wouldn't hurt, but that's bring a lot of bodies to camp. I like this. Yeah. Um tight end, you got Kerry Angeline. Noah Gray, John Bates, Matt Bushman, Pro Wells, Tony Poljan, Luke Farrell, uh, Miller Forrestal out of Alabama, Hunter Campmeyer out of Oregon. We don't have this luxury, but what if we all resign Tyler Croft or Jesse James or somebody like that? Then probably aren't going that probably direction. not that need that big need. Yeah, but if we haven't, probably should. But are they going to help you? Yeah. I mean, what what help are those guys this year? Not much. Um, Late round tight end. What about a, a safety? We could double down on the uh, from Oklahoma guys and take Trey Norwood. I'm fine with a safety that has special team skills. I think we don't take a safety often enough when we get a lot of picks. Yeah, just I mean they did just take guy. one last year, and you know. yeah, but is Brooks? I mean, I don't know if he's making the team. I mean, like true. I mean, he's he's fine. I'm not having problems with the guy, but he hasn't lit it up or anything. Let's like, take we'll, we'll take the Oklahoma boys and they can yeah, they can room together. They can room together. You like that part. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, Trey Transition Norwood. The Trey city. Norwood's the pick. And I believe we got one pick left here at 244. Cool. And we'll make that a tight end. All those guys are still available. Do we want to yeah. get defensive tackle? Uh Terdero Slayton available, Quentin Bohannon, Austin Fayalu, Kenneth Randall, Naquan Jones. None of those guys really do much for No, me. I don't say any of those names are jumping out at me. So you want to go tight end? Yeah, add another one to the mix. So you got Matt Bushman, Pro Wells, Tony Poljan, Luke Farrell, Miller Forrestal, Hunter Kampmeyer. Um, Poljan's fresh on my mind. He's big. I'm fine with that. But if there's one you like, take him. Yeah, let's take Poljan in this okay. one. Okay, we haven't yet. Okay. And boom, we're done. So we did... Uh, wow. We dressed like every position but D-tackle, I think. Yeah, we filled the. We checked off a Double lot of boxes. Double down on corners. And so our first pick at thirty-four was Javante Williams. Yeah. Then we took Dylan Raddins. Uh, nice. Took Jabril Cox at seventy-three. He's the bonus prize. Nice. Kendrick Green at one thirteen. Kate Johnson at one thirty-eight. Trey Brown at 
179. Brian Mills at 194. Then we took uh, Johnson. Yeah, outside linebacker. Outside edge, linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we took Poles in the uh, tight end. Nice. A uh, couple guys you're counting on for this year it would be a running back and a linebacker, but the rest are... Johnson will play a little bit for you. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, Johnson would probably play for you a little bit. But yeah. most of those guys are for another day. A lot of special teams help. But those, those top three guys are, you know... Oh, yeah. Williams, Raddins, and, and Cox... They're going to help you at knee yeah. positions. Maybe, you know. I like that speed at the second level on defense, too. Well, Cox makes you a much better defense. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes up for, the, not for the loss of Bud directly, but you, know, it you, helps. you add something yeah. as you subtract he's, And he's a good blitzer, too. He's a good blitzer. Yeah. Covers a lot of ground. Be fast on defense. No, I like it. I think we did well. Yeah, I like that draft a lot. Um, I don't know if that's my favorite one that we've done, but. It's pretty high on the list. Pretty high, yeah. We should make some rules going forward, you know, like. This one we should say we're not allowed to trade out of twenty four. You know, there's, there's no one to tango. You know, like something like that to come forward or open to ideas. If somebody wants to say you have to do this or you have to do that or this guy, you know, you've a huge, you couldn't sign a tight end or a center or whatever. Let's talk about it. you. You said you mentioned you you didn't like taking Javante Williams at twenty four. Those two backs go ahead of him. I know. Then it gets hairy. If you don't take him at twenty four, you probably you don't probably get him. Don't get him. I mean, assuming you don't trade down. Yeah, I'm I'm of the belief too that even if 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 ATN is still available, I, I you think if Harris I, goes, you're leaning towards. I like Williams enough that I would take him at 24. I'm on the fence about that because I'm I kicking it here's around the thing because I knew we were going to go down this road. Picks 15 to 50 aren't that much different. There's no difference in the grades. No right. So if you like but tackles versus running backs, there is, and we just got wise. we just got Dylan Raddins at fifty five, right? Because the tackle position is so deep. I know that's what screws up my normal way <laughs> of thinking. You know, like like this is get, this is a year where you can wait to take it. Like, is there is there a big difference between Dylan Raddins and those guys that would have been available there, like Jalen Mayfield? To me, not really. Jalen Mayfield's played, and I like him. He's played in fifteen career games. Right, right, right. Like, is that light years better? And that guy's not even a starter this year. Right. You know, and it, 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 this year doesn't qualify. But most, I mean, it's hard for me to deprogram and say, but we can get J.K. Dobbins or Akers in the second round. Or, you know, yeah. there's the guy, there's The bats. guy who the Jets took, we made the trade with the Jets, the Jets took Samuel Cosme. Okay. Is there, is there a big enough difference between Cosme and Raddins to say, well, no. we can we'll take a lesser running back in the second. You know, and this, I'm really high on Radden, so maybe it's Cosme versus Carmen, or somebody like that. I don't like quite as much, right? Or you know, one of those type of dudes. Or who else was available? When we uh, the the Notre Dame guy was uh, Leatherwood was there. Eichenberg was there. Eichenberg was yeah. One, yeah. But what, five of them are going to be there in the second round. That's the thing. They're, I mean, they almost have. To I mean, I, I, I if you like if you like mm-hmm. Javante Williams, you take him at twenty four. It's going to take a little convincing <laughs> because I'm programmed not to. And this shouldn't matter, and it doesn't matter. But the Mel's and Todd's will kill you for it. I don't, like, again, I don't care at all Does he make that. you a better team in 2021? Without question. In 2022, in 2023? Absolutely. Right. I mean, you've been really weak there. Is he that good of a prospect, though? Are you? Only, my, my worry is 
See, I, 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 I take here's the thing. The best Don't look at the first good. round as the first round. Look at the first round. The first 15 picks are the first round. Right, right, right. No, that's the way to look. The next 65 picks are round two. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. That's the way the draft The only is. difference is, is that fifth-year option from picks 15 to 32. Yeah. But, I mean, and I can live with that. You're going to pick one. If anyway. he's if he's that good, if if you think he's he can be a Pro Bowl guy, I can live with See, that. See, that's what I'm not sure about. Am I sure that he's my second favorite Steeler back? Am I sure that I want him? Yes, yes. Am I sure that he's a top ten NFL back? I'm not sure of that yet. I don't know that he has to be top ten though. Uh, Pro Bowl in his future, better than Connor ever was. Um, well, I think he's better than Connor ever was. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. But I mean, he doesn't need to be Nick Chubb. But and Connor made the Pro Bowl, so there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he going to be <laughs> a real plus at the position? I think. I think he is. I, I think, think. I think he's special. Okay. I mean, I, I special is a big word. I think he's. I, I mean, I think he fits what they want to do very well too. I th- I think he can. I I I love the kid. Yeah. I, he's my he's my draft crush. Yeah. If you were to bet right now who the Steelers' first pick is, do you think it'd be him? If I were to bet on it, yeah, probably not because I mean, if you get to pick one player. I mean, I think they'll take Harris ahead of him. I don't know if Harris yeah. will still be there. I think Harris could still be there. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's why I'm not willing to say okay. I'm gonna yeah. Here's a hundred dollars. I'm gonna lay down. Sure, sure. But if Harris is gone, I got no problem taking him at twenty four. Yeah. yeah, I think. Do you think good. there's a big difference between Harris and Williams? I don't think it's huge. I don't think it's huge, but I think there's a difference. I think there's a di- uh, there's a difference in. I don't even know that it's huge. I, I think, think it's, he's all around more talented. I think it's close. I think it's, it's close. close. I think it's. I th- put it this way. I think I'm there's sure a William there's a much bigger gap between those two guys and the number four running back. Oh yeah, especially there, if it's Michael Carter. Yeah. Or, or then there is between the number four or five offensive tackle and the number twelve offensive tackle. Yes. Without and that, that, to me, is the difference here. That's what it comes down to, right. Because I'm not taking a center at 24. No. So, no. It's, to me, it comes down to the offensive tackle or running back because you're, you want to make your running game better, and the tackle doesn't necessarily make your running game better in 2021. Well, not if I have to take – not if there's no in the second round I can hand the ball to, right. which there won't be. But the second round is a nice sweet spot to take. Okay, you, you miss out on all the, the tackles. Mm-hmm. Well, then you take the center. Yeah, oh yeah. There'll be a lineman there. Yeah. And I think there'll be a tackle there. I mean, I think we both agree the first two picks go better running back line than line question mark. Right. You know? Because there have been there have been lots of times where we've done these simulations and the running backs, have, those top three running backs are gone. And I'm not even interested mm-hmm. in ATN. Right, all right. I mean, slim chance Williams gets to the second round. At 55? Yeah. I think it's real slim. The slimmer, the more we get here. Too. Absolutely. I'm curious what his pro day looks like too, which could hurt that even more. Oh yeah, if he it's runs, it, you know, he runs four five two. Right. I say if he's <laughs> under four six. I mean, it's, his stock's not going to drop. Yeah. Yeah, there are some running back needy teams. I mean, it, it makes more sense when you build the draft to get one of those two backs at twenty four. And I know some Steeler fans would look at that and say, "Well, you you, you overdrafted him." Well, if you start looking at, like, Daniel Jeremiah last week had him ranked 32nd. Mm-hmm. He wasn't 49. He's, cre- he's he was. creeping up the boards there. And yeah. there's, again, no difference between the guy at 24 and the guy at 48. And I urge you guys that are saying, don't take a running back. Don't take him. Take the tackle. Come on. YouTube Javante Williams. It's pretty fun. 
<laughs> It'd be an easy guy you to will, root for. You will enjoy it. He would be the yeah. There'd be some jerseys immediately in the stands, right? Become the most popular Steeler. And he's a a lot of upside in the receiving game. He's already great in protection. There's not much wear and tear. High character guy, you know. Yeah, and it, besides Darisaw, who I don't think will be there, I'm not sure there's a tackle. Oh, yeah, like, if, that's if, the one we have. If Darisaw is there, then that then, then, then I'm taking Darisaw. Right, and I don't think he'll be there. But I don't right. think yeah, he's a true left tackle. Mm-hmm. These other guys. I don't know if they are. Mm-hmm. And we talk trade down all the time, and that makes perfect sense. But that's far from a – it's not always on the table. Right. <laughs> Especially in, in reality. In reality, I yeah. mean. Right, right, right. Interesting. Come I don't over know to the dark trade. side, Matt. Come over to the dark side. No, I'm leaning that way. <laughs> I mean, just because I think your your draft construction is better, Williams, than something, as opposed to no back in the first round. They need a back. And then hoping bad. that Trey Sermon or somebody is – it's good. Yeah. Right. Or just or who are you gonna get in free agency? No. I mean, even if you had Jamal Williams signed, I'm still doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's not moving the needle. No, he's fine. A better version of Benny Snow. Better version of Benny Snow. Catches the ball better. Sort of like Connor. Yeah. You know, right. No. I, I wouldn't object. I don't know that I know I wouldn't. If the Someone came down from a genie came down and said, "Give me twenty four, and I'll give you Williams right now." I'm not saying yes, but yeah, if you it gotta, ended up going that way. You got to see like, how things go ahead of you, right, right, right. But I mean, again, I play it out yeah. and listen to the offers and all those things. Where I might say yes to Harris right now, yeah, maybe. Um, but no, I mean, again, that neighborhood. There aren't many prospects that I'm jumping out of my skin to get. Right. You know, what am I giving up to take him at twenty four? Tackles are very valuable, but we're going to get one. Yeah, you're, you're, you're still going to get one. one. You're not going to take a center there. You're mm-hmm. not interested in some of the other positions that are going to be available. Even if they're great players, I don't think you're in that position. Yeah. Great edge guys there, or a tremendous linebacker. I mean, Micah Parsons isn't going to be there. You yeah. know? I mean, someone to, to stray from the – yeah. I mean, I think he's fine for 24. All right. There we go. There you go. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment. So, uh, for my partner, Matt Williamson, a lot, for Jacob Recht here on site, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.